Welcome to the Let's Biz You Up podcast covering topics in all things life and business related, including but not limited to mindset, business planning, management, marketing, money, health and wellness, and any other general topics that take my fancy. It's presented in a conversational, unapologetic style. It's messy, it's rough, you'll hear traffic, kids, and even the occasional dog barking, but it's jam-packed with tips, hacks, and sometimes the content may even be a little bit controversial. I do not come with a filter, but I'm exceptionally passionate in helping women and men that are looking to achieve their next level successes. Hi, I'm your host, Esther Aiken, and I am thrilled to have you here today. So let's get stuck in and see where life takes us. Come and join the madness and be sure to hit the follow or subscribe button and never miss an episode of the Let's Buzz You Up podcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of the Let's Buzz You Up podcast. My name is Esther Aiken and I'm your host for today and I am absolutely buzzed to be here. This week has been insane. It has been incredibly busy. We've had really good weather. Everybody seems to be in much higher spirits and a lot of the functions and businesses are back up and running without having any weather delays. We've had a couple of big deluges with thunderstorms and things like that but thankfully no big disruptions this week and that has mean my workload has been incredibly busy including my bees trying to catch up with that dealing with some of my amazing one-on-one clients that are out there being productive in their own businesses it's been fabulous So today's topic that I'm really keen to have a chat about are 10 ways to improve your business cash flow. Now we're coming to the end of our financial year here in New Zealand so managing our cash flows and getting all our paperwork and things like that up and running for the accountants is super important as we are trying to get ahead of the end of year and that is super super pressure kind of time of year so it's one thing that you've got to stay on top of all year round but these are definite ways to improve your business cash flow oh I have to apologize at the moment we're having a massive uh, well an explosion of crickets and they're all around the house and no matter where I go in the house for some reason you can hear crickets in the background so I'm hoping my mic is going to play the part and not let you hear a concert of crickets and I'm having to record in the lounge today so things might be a little bit different noise wise hopefully again you don't hear too much of that background noise so the first way of improving your business cash flow is to reduce expenses cut down on unnecessary costs that do not contribute directly to your business growth Now this is a great reason to get very personal with your outgoings, really deep dive into those finances but be aware that some things that have you know potentially cutting costs now may result in being an expensive reduction in the long run. So be very clear as to what it is that and how it impacts your business. For example no skimping on marketing, staff, continuing education, training or private coaching even. So reducing expenses 
again, nobody wants to throw money away. So it's always important to manage where your funds are going and how your funds are being used, etc. So exceptionally important topic. The second one is invoicing promptly. Sending out those invoices as soon as possible to ensure timely payments from clients. Now, this is really important if you have seasonal work or you have short-term clients or products and services that you are relying on to bring in that income, but you've got obviously set expenses that are going out weekly and monthly. So in small businesses, this is an area that is often a struggle. The business owner often works through several jobs at once and invoices fairly haphazardly. Once a week, a way to fix this is to set a time aside just for admin. Now, I always keep notes in a diary with all work completed. So when it does come to invoicing time, every item has been charged accounted for and nothing has gone by that's been missed for example you don't want to leave money on the table and every little thing counts when you are invoicing out so if you have done a certain amount of hours and you aren't keeping records of the hours that you're doing it's very easy to say oh it was only 10 minutes here it was only a couple of hours there it doesn't really matter but it does At the end of the day, we all know that an accountant and a lawyer, the minute you pick up the phone and talk to them, they hit, you know, your clock, the the imaginary clock and they're recording those hours. All your time is valuable and your clients understand that they are paying for that time. So it's really important not to leave that money on the table. Again, invoice promptly, get into a routine. Often... Uh, with the apps available these days through accountants and banks and, you know, being able to invoice is no excuse not to do it. Email out there, very easy to send an invoice. Just take the time, set a time and just get it done. The third one is offering discounts for early payments, encouraging clients to pay early by offering small discounts for prompt payments. Now, this one is quite heavily used in the utility sector, for example, where it's they basically charge you per month, but if you pay within a certain time frame, you get a certain amount of discount. Uh, in New Zealand that they were doing that for quite some time and in the end they stopped doing that because I think it was they felt it was discriminating those people who couldn't necessarily afford to pay on time so that was scrapped but it is seen um, still being done by councils for rates so if you're able to pay on time or in advance, then here in New Zealand you get a 3% discount and it can make all the difference, especially when you're paying large sums. Another way that uh, being able to offer a discount for early payments is seen as a marketing tactic that's seen often as an early bird advertising tactic. So when you're, or pre-sales for example, especially when the service provider is trying to encourage a bit more income in a hurry coming in and securing that pay in full kind of mentality and the early birds 
uh, discount can be very substantial in some cases and really worth considering running as part of your business. You don't do it for everything necessarily, but and you certainly don't want to be known for it. So it is still quite a special treat for some of your clients, especially when you're making an effort to do it as a special event, then early pay, early payment, um, early bird advertising sort of payment discounts can have quite a nice little cash injection into your business cash flow. Another one which I find quite useful in my business even is negotiating better terms with suppliers. Here you can request better payment terms from suppliers to improve your cash flow. So in New Zealand, in some cases, it is they, well, believe that they can withhold payment until the 20th of the following month. And in some cases, you can have that conversation and negotiate that instead of a 20th of the following month payment to you, they pay you within seven days. And if you are able to encourage that by giving them again a little bit of an early payment discount. If you pay within seven days, then you pay 1% less, for example. And it's a great way of also building a culture, excuse me, within your client base. So if they know they're going to get a better deal by paying up faster, then it's a great way again to improve that cash flow into your business. Another one is monitor your cash flow regularly. Keep track of your income and expenses to identify areas where you can improve this. So no matter how big or how small, this is, you know, business 101, literally. With the large amounts of money apps available, like I mentioned before, through your accountants or banks, there is no reason to not know what your cash flow is. And by tracking, you can spot any money leaks very, very quickly. The last thing you want to do is pay for things that you're not getting a full, you know, or you're not utilizing that as a full level of service or the products are sitting on the shelf that, and it's just going to waste. So exceptionally important to monitor your cash flow. For most Larger businesses, they actually have admin staff that do this regularly and track. They also run their businesses on order systems or order number systems so that they can see exactly what invoices are coming in that need to be paid by what you know certain date. And it is super important that when you're future financial forecasting that you understand your money cash flow coming in so that you can budget for seasonal costs, for example, or maintenance costs or just the general day-to-day costs. Another one which I'm not a big fan of, but it is an important part of improving cash cash flow within your business. And that's, uh, again, a last case, worst case, potentially sort of thing, scenario. But it if it means you are able to expand and grow, then go for it. But remember, this is borrowed money and if misjudged can be very expensive be a very expensive mistake don't overcommit and always get professional help in this case what I'm talking about is considering short-term financing options um, 
explore short-term financing options like business loans or lines of credit to cover cash flow gaps, again, it comes with a bit of a warning because you have to know your um, areas of cash flow coming in so that you know you can sustain these, you know, customer sort of, sorry, short-term financing options and, and things like that. Now, again, it is a way of bringing in extra revenue, but it does have a price tag attached to it. So if it gets muddled up, it can be very expensive in the long run. Another way of improving your cash flow is improving your inventory management, avoid overstocking, and keep a close eye on slow-moving products. Now, this is very important if you're just starting in your business because the original outlay could be very expensive. So mark a test first and track your stock. Have an alarm that pops up in any digital stock programs to alert you, for example, stock that's been sitting there for a set period of time. This also helps with batch tracking, especially if these products that you've got have a use-by date. It is incredible how many shops that sell products have stock that becomes almost outdated and not sellable and you're just literally throwing money away so by re, you know monitoring what you've got in stock by keeping an eye on rotations by having staff educated as to where the products are sitting and what to look out for as well just in case the digital ways don't work having manual practices in place is also really important and by market testing some products instead of buying boxes and boxes and boxes of it, buy a box and see how that moves. And if it moves quickly, and it's become, then obviously you can decide whether it's financially viable. But again, keeping an eye on that inventory management can save you big time and have that cash injection back into your business rather than it having having your products and having your cash sitting on the shelves doing absolutely nothing. Now, another one is sell unused assets. Now, selling unused assets or unutilized assets, for example, to generate quick cash. So most businesses have that one thing that just sits in the corner and never gets used. In my case, it's a giant vat that I was going to do large batches of homemade sugar syrup for my bees. It was all great and wonderful when I first bought it and I really genuinely had all these big plans but the thing is it takes up so much room and it's just cash, cash literally just sitting there doing nothing and realistically I'm never going to use it. I'm never going to grow into the thousands of beehives that it justifies having a 500 litre tank sitting, aluminium tank sitting in my well, on my property really doing absolutely nothing where somebody could be really benefiting from it and using it for their own stuff and I could be, one, getting my parking space back, two, bringing a little bit more cash into my business that I can reinvest and three, oh, who needs that sitting around when I, it's also going to require a bit of engineering to get it up to what I need it to do. So get rid of those unused assets. You know, really have a look at what's actually being utilized and what isn't. Another one is increasing sales, boosting revenue by implementing your market campaigns, your, you know, offering promotions or, you know, to attract new customers. Now, that's so important 
You have to get very, very clear on what you want to begin with, understanding your seasons and start planning your marketing campaigns well in advance. So get clear on your business budgets and go for it. The way to bring money into your business is by staying very consistent and visible, set targets and again, just go for it. Don't forget to look after your past clients as well. So that's often something that businesses forget. They're so focused on bringing in new clients that they forget to nurture their past clients. And past clients, if they've been looked after with great service, can still bring in a nice little revenue over a long period of time. So again, really look after your previous clients as well. Follow up with them. If, it, if you're a service-based business, check up with them once or twice a year or have them in an email list that you can send them a newsletter or an update. Hey, we've, you know, we're having our annual stock take sale. Would you be interested in coming and having a look? Or, hey, woohoo, we've got a new staff member starting with us with this experience and dot 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 just thought you might like to know that we are growing as a business so anything to stay up front is totally beneficial now number 10 is considering outsourcing so to consider outsourcing non-core functions to reduce costs and free up resources for more, more critical business activities So this is a really great key point. I have a work example for this. One of the large businesses I work with, they used to use these really big reach arm mowers. But their contracts have changed over the years and these tractors were only used then um, a few times a year. But they were still required to maintain them. They were still paying the running costs. So it became more cost effective to sell them and subcontract in the mowers a few times a year from another company. This saved them in running costs such as insurances, yard space, staff retention and so on. Another example is one of my private one-on-one clients. He boosts his pollination hive numbers by acting as a broker if he hasn't got his hive number requirement for the season. And by outsourcing the hives, And bringing, you know, so bringing those hives in when he needs them from another beekeeper, um, he's only paying that one-time fee for the lease and not the whole year upkeep. So keeping hives is really expensive. So it's basically you leasing this one or subbing out this one particular item that you can put through pollination and secure an income and boost your um, and per, you know, boosting your business cash flow that way by not having the maintenance of these beehives. So, a quick recap of the ten ways to improve your business cash flow. I know there's a lot there. Number one, reduce expenses, cut down any unnecessary costs that do not contribute directly to your business growth. Number two. Invoice properly, send out invoices as soon as possible to ensure timely payments from clients. Number three, offer discounts for early payments. Encourage clients to pay early by offering small discounts for prompt payments. Again, game changer. Four, negotiate better teams with suppliers. If you don't ask, you don't get. So request better payment terms from you know from your suppliers to improve that cash flow. So you can save money and for example, you know, by being able to pay 
over a longer period of time. You can keep the money in your bank rather than in theirs, for example. It's not always the way, but it does it does work. Like I said, don't ask, don't get. Number five, monitor your cash flow regularly. Again, so, so important to manage your money and to hit, plug any money leaks that come up. So you'd rather pay for something once if you're using it as a service. And if it doesn't work out, don't keep paying for it. Just make sure you know where your money's going. Number six, consider short-term financing options. Explore those short-term financing options like business loans or lines of credit to cover cash flow gaps. This is something that often happens during the B season when it's real full-on B season and the money's coming and it's great, but often, especially if it's been a bit of a bad year, then using or utilising overdrafts and things like that just to get you through the winter and the early spring feeding might just be the way to move your business forward. Not always recommended, but and can be used as a last worst case scenario. But it is, especially if you're growing and you have work already programmed in, then it could be a decent option to look at. Number seven, improve inventory management. This is so important, especially when you've got stock with, you know, used by dates and things like that. You don't want money sitting on the shelves and then having to throw it out if you are overstocked. So you can use digital management systems or manual systems, whatever works specifically for your business, it is definitely worth looking at. Number eight, sell unused assets. Like I said, I've got that vat sitting there, it's just taking up space. But by selling unused or underutilized assets to generate, you know, quick cash, it does really pay off in the end because you can find if you need it again, you can always buy it again. If you don't, great, you've got one less thing sitting on your yard. And increase sales, obviously. Number nine, boost revenue by implementing marketing campaigns or offering promotions to attract new customers. Ten, consider outsourcing, especially the non-core functions to reduce you know, costs and free up resources for more critical business activities. Now, this one is a, oh, in some businesses, an absolute game changer because it's sometimes having machinery there are nice to haves, but they're not efficient with regards to long-term financial stability in a business. And it is more viable to basically sub somebody in and you're only paying for the use of that plant or that equipment rather than the upkeep and the maintenance and the insurance. So a real important one to look at. Right. So if you are wanting to grow your business to another level and are ready to work with me, reach out and let's have a chat. I have a three-month one-on-one private coaching container and or a six-month container. Those that work with me long-term have had the greatest growth in their business. It is so important to get another pair of eyes on your business, especially if you're a solopreneur. The exchange rate is also very favorable if you're outside of New Zealand and you're considering t- t- working with me, get in touch. 
Um, we look at your business model, your marketing, your long-term planning, and work on staff succession planning if you're looking at scaling your team. If you have any questions in general, reach out and let's chat. So till next week, you know, as I always say, practice makes improvements. The more you do something, the easier it gets. And I think I'll leave it at that. I'm ready to crash, basically. I'm exhausted. It's been such an amazingly incredible week. But I really wanted to say hi and cover this this topic. I've been thinking about it all day. I was so keen to get this this podcast down for you. So have an incredible week and I will catch you later. Bye. Thanks again for being here today. In the show notes, you'll find all the links to my social media platforms. Do pop in and say hi. I hang out mostly on Instagram on the at BizYouUp page or you'll also find me at esther.aken. Please help yourself to my free confidence or courage subliminals. These are the best kept secret to changing and leveling up your mindset and getting next level results. You can find them on the www.bizyouup.com website. That's B-I-Z-Y-O-U-U-P dot com. I'm going to be cheeky and thank you all in advance for helping your girl out with your awesome ratings and reviews and hitting that follow and subscribe button. Till next time, buzz you all later and have an incredibly abundant week. Bye.